I'm really excited because I am nearing the end of my 100 days of momentum and I'm feeling called to actually pivot the or expand the format of my podcast to do interviews and interview people about their relationship with their intuition and how they follow their intuition in life and just hearing from different people and their perspective on how that's played out in their own life. So if you want to be interviewed, send me a DM on Instagram because I'm definitely looking for people that feel excited to share about following your intuition and your unique interpretation of that. So I am very much looking forward to that next phase of the podcast. But we have still one month, 30 days of just you and me. (laughs) And it's fun to bring insights from my client coaching calls because there's themes across what I talk to various people with. There's kind of a lot of the same things coming up, especially as I, I work a lot with visionaries who have a big mission and vision they want to manifest in life in their life and using their voice but at the same time have this like love hate relationship with social media like seeing social media as an amplifier of their voice of their message but also as like this deep dark hole that can like suck their soul and sweep them away from their life and their like morals that it will just like the dopamine will turn them into an addict and they'll lose touch with their true self. That sounds dramatic, but that's like literally how people are talking about it. And to be honest, I can relate to that. I'm on my own journey of my relationship with social media. And what has been coming up in the conversations is people are either on like one side or the other side of social media. One side is like they have these rigid boundaries with it and are like very high and mighty about it being social media being like evil (laughs) and addictive and wanting to like set very strict rules with it. And then the other side, there's like an inability to have any boundaries where it really does just suck you in and eat you up for lunch (laughs) Uh, where you're just kind of like a doormat with social media and the funny thing is like you could say this same thing for like dating and relationships right like you can be on the dating scene and have such rigid rules around like who you'll go on dates with who you'll go on a second date with and all these like really strict criteria that you're judging people by Or you could be on the other side of the spectrum and like just anyone off the street, like you can somehow develop some sort of desire for their attention and therefore like want to date them. And that's sort of what I see with social media as well as that, that black and white, like one side of the spectrum and not a lot in the middle. And what this shows me is similar to a lot of the work that I do with my money coaching is that social media is seen as a threat. It's threatening. And so it is igniting your threat reflex. It's bringing you back to 
like fight or flight mode or collapse shut down. And when you're in that mode, you're in that defensive survival brain. And you're really feeling like you need to protect yourself to keep yourself safe. And the thing is, is like what needs to happen in order to be able to show up on social media and share your message is that it needs to feel safe to do that. So when you have really strict boundaries with social media or none, it means like you're not feeling safe with it. And so you're either letting it walk all over you or you're setting such strict boundaries that you're keeping it really far away. And the result of both of those options are that people aren't sharing their voice (laughs) or they're not sharing their voice to the point that it is impactful and really moves people and inspires people to um, transform and to want to follow them and buy from them. (laughs) So really what the task here isn't to like reject the part of you that has rigid boundaries or reject the part of you that has very porous boundaries. It's actually to befriend that part of you and to listen to it and to get a little curious about it. So identifying what is it protecting you from, locating like where that tension is in your body and feeling how that really is responding from like a contractive place rather than an expansive place in your physical body. So that really shows like, whoa, okay, my nervous system is trying to protect, is trying to keep me safe here. It's not even at the level of my conscious mind. And then from there, there's like curiosity that you can bring instead of like judgment and shame. It's the curiosity of exploring what is the next smallest step you can take to start to feel more safe with social media? How can you establish safety? How can you resource safety on social media? And a lot of the times that doesn't look like doing anything drastic, but it's about what's the next smallest step you can take that feels like just an inch outside your comfort zone. And that's really an experiment. That's not really something that me or anyone else has the right answer to because the solution to feel safe is different for everyone. So that's really where I encourage people to experiment with what works for you. And in some cases, it maybe is like having some sort of rule. But in other cases, it might be more so allowing yourself to feel these scared feelings, this fear and this doubt and alchemize that in a way where it doesn't push you into panic mode, where you're actually able to expand your capacity to feel that fear and doubt and show up anyways. So I'd love to hear how this message resonated with you. As I said, like my most favorite thing is when people reach out about the podcast and tell me that they're listening. So if this uh, hit with you, (laughs) let me know. And yeah, I'm so excited to start doing interviews again and to really connect with new people through this platform.